serious. Welcome to podcast number five. Today we have someone special with us. Um, we have uh, Nina Spencer, Ma Spencer, filling in for uh, her son, uh, Coach Dino, who's out training uh, one of the fighters and couldn't make it today. And we have uh, Christian Thune, uh, a.k.a. The Hurricane. And uh, one of the reasons he's a hurricane is because he's six foot nine. What are you weighing about now? Two, two sixty nine. Two sixty nine. Let's say two seventy. And uh, he's like a hurricane when he gets in the ring. So, uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, Thank you. Christian's been training here for a while. He's seven and zero right now. Yeah, seven and zero. He's undefeated, and uh, he's ready to move up. He's a heavyweight, obviously. And uh, so, welcome to the program, Christian. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. So. His background is you were born in Germany, you lived in Italy. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. So I was born in Germany on a cloudy Tuesday on February 24th of 1992. <laughs> this isn't a novel, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> exactly, I was trying to make a proper introduction, but anyhow, I'm just kidding. And it's like one of those love novels, you know, <laughs> Fabio. <laughs> exactly. And yes, my father is German, my mother is Italian. I then moved when I was five years old to Italy to a lovely, uh, charming, romantic town in the northeast of Italy called Vicenza. And I stayed there for about nine years and I then moved to London where I essentially spent my, my teens. I moved to London when I was 12 or 13 and uh, I stayed there until my early 20s, plus minus. And then when did you start boxing? I started boxing when I was 15 years old. And uh, I started boxing actually in London at the world famous Peacock Boxing Club. It was, uh, well, it still is a great gym, unfortunately, though they're shutting it down or rather they're moving it. It used to be like a center of the community, really. It was like something like the Fifth Street Gym just in London and actually not uh, in a nice part of London like Mayfair, but more like in a rough part of London in Canning Town, to be precise, where a lot of crime and funny enough, the, the, the Cray Twins, the notorious Cray Twins came from. And they were like a social, uh, a social uh, hotspot in a good way for the community there. And the first time I walked into the gym, I saw, you know, like all those like posters of uh, old fights and fighters that had been there. And I had my first boxing session there and then. And I said, OK, this is what I want to do and this is what I will do. And then uh, what was your amateur career like? My amateur career was, uh, well, a lot of fun, actually. You know, I, I had the luck to be fighting in England as an amateur. And uh, in England, amateur fights are just crazy. I remember we used to fight in the working man's pub in West End. No, West Ham, exactly, in West Ham. And as you know, West Ham is a noto notorious football or soccer club in England with, you know, a lot of, like, I'd say, like, hooliganism, etc. And we used to fight in their home park. So you can imagine what kind of events those were. It was, like, absolutely ludicrous. So we had, like, really... Uh, uh, Actually, Ludacris uh, was here the other day. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. I actually just thought about it when I was saying it. So, you know, I really had a lot of fun. I've also boxed in Germany. I've also boxed in Italy. But the fights there were like in like sports halls. You know, you still had like the, the basketball, uh, uh, whatever you call it, hanging there. You just never had that charming atmosphere. Whereas, as I said, in England, we used to fight there. And it, it was like a... It, it well, was you crazy. imagine those crazy. fights to be like just crazy. Yeah, loud and crazy and emotional, you know. And most of the kids that actually fought back then, they were they had a travelers background. So they were gypsies, as they say, you know, and they used to come with like huge 
like families of like you know like uh, 50 cousins and you know you can, you cannot really, you cannot really control <laughs> were, were they control Italian or were they Greek 50 cousins <laughs> yeah, they, they, <laughs> exactly they were probably something mixed but anyhow it, it was just really really legendary to fight in the, in the UK as an amateur and then uh, how many amateur fights did you have I've had 49 fights with 43 wins and 6 losses 6 losses okay and then um then you turn, you've turned pro, you've been pro now. Uh, you just got out of camp uh, with Anthony Joshua. Uh, are you allowed to talk about that? Uh, what it yeah, was like training so. with Anthony? Yes, the, yes. The champ? Uh, it was uh, really uh, great to say the least. He was, of course. Well, first of all, let me say something. He truly is a class act, and so are all of his team members, managers, drivers, assistants, trainers. They are all truly a class act. And I've, I was there for about two weeks. And I had a great time learning, really, and, and just observing what, uh, what a champ does. And I can truly say that he's uh, working really hard and they, they, they just really, he just really has, has, has an extra gear compared to all other uh, people at uh, camps that I've been to. He, he trains really hard. He's, he's also a very intelligent individual, making him uh, able to learn a lot faster than, say, other people would. And he's very he's like a sponge, so he can absorb information and, and, and learning uh, really good. On the other hand, those are the techniques, those are the attributes that you need to be a champion. So it was, it was overall a great experience, which I was very thankful to have at this early stage of my career. As a matter of fact, I'm flying back to camp uh, to London tomorrow. I'm going to be two weeks with Joshua again, sparring with him and, you know, training. And, and it's, it's once again, it's, a, it's a, a blessing to be able to do so. So, uh, well, I have you here, Ma. Uh, what do you think between Josh, if Joshua and Fury fight? How do you see that fight going? What do you think? Uh, I mean, let, let me ask her yeah, real quick right. to get her take on it. I'm going to come right. come back to you. I I would go with Fury. You would go with Fury. Yeah. Why? Just uh, knowledge. The uh, just, yeah, just as just I think he's a great fighter. So yeah, that's why I would go with Fury. Fury. Absolutely. What about uh, you, Christian? I think I could hold a. I know you're in camp with him, yeah. so it's hard for you to, to yeah. really make that. But you, you know, Fury was yeah. here right. about a month ago. Right. You saw his size. You got to meet him. You, right. you know the heavyweights probably since you've been in there with with a lot right. of them. Right. Um, and obviously, you know, you can't say Fury. But how do you think the fight's going to go? Not necessarily making a prediction, yeah. but yeah. So. What does, what does AJ have to do, you think, to defeat I could, Fury? Yeah, I could really hold a symposium of like two weeks about this, this particular fight. Not only because both of them are, I would say, my, my uh, somewhat favorite fighters, rivals, but also a favorite fighter, which I truly do look up to. I believe it's really a coin toss. You know, we've got AJ. I know he's an extremely powerful individual and Tyson Fury as well, believe it or not. And, uh, you know, one side of me could be like, okay, Tyson Fury has the potential to just outbox him for 12 rounds. But so, on the other hand, AJ could blast him out in the first round as well. On the other hand, if we reverse the kind of thing, we could also say that AJ also has the potential to outbox Tyson Fury for 12 rounds because we've seen Tyson Fury look pretty shit in some fights and then we've seen Tyson Fury look marvelous in other fights. So it's just truly about, it's a coin toss. We have to see who turns up at the night. That, is the Gypsy King going to show up or is the Tyson Fury going to show up that we've seen against Otto Wallen? Is the AJ going to show up that likes to box like in the uh, Andy Ruiz rematch or is the AJ going to show up that likes to just like unload like he, like he did in many of his other fights? It's, it's, there's just, there are just so many variables in this fight and I think that it's a coin toss. It, 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 it truly is. Also, uh, do you think they're the two best heavyweights out there right Absol now? Uh, yeah, absolutely, by far. 
And then, do you think uh, Wilder comes back? Did you ever, I forgot, did you ever spar with Yanka? Uh, yeah. You have, right? Of course, yeah, yes. I spar with Wilder as well. And uh, yes, I know the next question is, can he really bang that hard? Yes, he, he absolutely can. He actually, the first run hand he caught me with, he cut my eye open. It was like 10 days before my third professional fight. And the second punch he threw, he broke his own hand on my elbow, for fuck's sake. So as you can imagine, there is some sort of sting behind that, that right hand. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he, he really can punch. He, he's, he's a punch and he's actually very fast as well. People don't really think about that. He's really, really fast because, I mean, he's like ultra light actually for being a heavyweight. And um, yeah, I mean, on the other hand, what... He what does like about his weight. Do you think he'll go down to the new bridgeweight division? You think he'll stay up at to, heavyweight? To be honest, I, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, he could go down to bridgeweight, but I don't think he will because I think he truly wants to prove. Has, he doesn't have to go down. He's yeah. at that weight anyway. Yeah, exactly, I, exactly. I don't think he's. Has he ever fought over two forty? No. No, 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 no. But I, I just think, yeah. But even I think, I think he actually walks around like probably two twenty-five, right? And probably fights that he has to put on weight to fucking fight. No, but yeah, yeah. what I think that he really has to, he wants to prove himself in heavyweight division. So now there are talks that he should be fighting Charles Martin next, which I think he should be able to take care of. But uh, to be honest, um, I mean, he always has a puncher's chance, but trust me, so does Tyson Fury and so does Andrew Joshua, and both of them can actually box better, so I would always lean towards them rather than so the bomb. taking that away, the, the top three or four or five, let's talk about like up-and-coming guys like yourself, and who, who do you see out there right now that's new? Uh, I haven't followed the heavyweights since, since yeah. I, I, lately. I mean, I know the major guys, but I haven't followed them as well as I used to when I was actually managing and training one, but... Where do you see the heavyweights up and coming? Where's it going to go? Like gold okay. medalists and people like, to like, be honest, your, like to, you. I mean, there are quite a few. I mean, there are actually a lot of good heavyweights coming up right now. And the heavyweight division now is like unbelievably packed with not only talent, but also really exciting prospects, which, which uh, uh, will uh, fight against. We will all kind of fight against each other in the next uh, one to three years, I, I believe. And so create even more excitement in this already hot division. Um, the, the one fighter that really that I really do uh, uh, believe is gonna be able to really be extremely successful in heavyweight divisions is actually Joe Joyce. I know this because I've actually fought him in the amateurs. Funny enough, in the London ABA final, which was a crazy event back then. Uh, it's like the national kind of tournament, and uh, whoever wins the London final is actually set to go and usually wins the whole tournament because a lot of London, the best fighters come. So it is the London, the regional final, but per se it is the national final because the best fighters come out of London. I fought him and they're in the final. And I remember I used to hit him with like big shots back then. I was younger, you know, it was probably 2013. So I was about 28, no, I'm 27, minus seven, uh, equals 20, should be, right? Should, should we double yeah, check? Not bad, not bad for a boxer. <laughs> exactly, so I was 20 years old, he was, all, he, I think he was 27 then, so he's like six, seven, eight uh, years older than me, so he was physically stronger and whatever, but I never felt somebody that could really just walk through punches like that. And uh, I think that he, I mean, we've seen in, the, in, the, in his last fight against Triple D, Daniel Dynamite Dubois, Dubois. he, he took his best shots and kind of shook him off and didn't even look bothered or faced by them. Diamond Dubois can't bang because I sparred him as well. As a matter of fact, he fights out of the, old, the, 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 the Pico Boston Club, the gym that I started with. So I know his coaches, I know him and all that, that couple of people, very good people actually, but he can bang, that's what I know. And he just walked through his shots and he just jabbed and boxed smart. He's very experienced as well. He's, to be honest, he should have won the Olympics in Rio. He got robbed against Tony Yoka. They just couldn't have 
two years in a row British guys win the Olympics, so uh, they just had to give it to the Frenchman. But he's probably my my uh, the hottest prospect for me. Okay, so he's a little bit further than you along, but let's just say he gets up there, you get up there, you just basically made um, uh, a point of a guy who's dangerous. How do you counter a guy like that when you have to fight him? What, what do you do? What do we do? How do we train for that? How do you train for that? Yeah. To get a guy who's, who can walk, like you said, he can still walk through, he can take a punch, he's right. strong. Um, I mean, I know what I would do, but how would you view it as a, as a fighter? So I, I would not try to knock him out uh, at any time in a fight. I would just say, just you know, frustrate him, frustrate him as much as you can and just box your way through the rounds and try to nick the rounds and hope for him to get even more frustrate, frustrated towards later rounds where Perhaps you could capitalize on him being getting sloppy or getting angered by coming with bigger punches and then maybe landing some serious leather. But I believe that that's the type of guy that if you go out there and try to like blast him out, you will probably not be able to do so. And you're just gonna gas and then you're gonna, uh, he, he's gonna just completely steamroll over you. Got you. Um, so where, where, where do you see yourself going now? Like what, what's the next step for you? Where do we go from here? What do you want to do? I mean, you're six and zero, but you want to yeah. be fighting for the championship. I know you. Uh, how do you stay patient uh, so you don't you don't walk into or a fight that maybe you know you don't want to walk into because you're a little too aggressive and too you know uh, not confident, yeah. right? Um, yes, that's actually a really good question. So I used to be signed up until last week to this German promotional company called Universal Boxing. And I, we now have bought ourselves out of that contract to seek better options here in America. My dream was always to be fighting in America, to be honest. This was what I really wanted. I didn't really care about belts. I wanted to be a big entertainer in America. And this was really what, what, uh, what I want to do. So I, I, I want to uh, uh, be fighting in America. I want to build up my fan base here in America. I want to uh, uh, just step by step gradually increase my, my, my opponents and, and fight somebody good. You know, like I, I'm ready. I'm experienced now. We are sparring pretty much 10 rounds every single time we spar. I, can, I, can, uh, I know I'm ready for, for, for bigger challenges, basically. And the better the opponent, the, the better I, I actually perform. Uh, I believe that I'm ready to uh, fight in, in bigger fights. I, I want to fight now, you know, like, of course, ideally I'd like to fight uh, Joshua at Wembley in front of 100,000 people for like eight digits, but that's not how boxing works. So I'd like to uh, now slowly, you know, climb up the ladder and fight some better opponents. I know that I'm ready for this. Uh, there are many guys out there which, which I'd like to fight. I don't want to really call out too many names as of now, but soon we shall. Um, yeah. So, so we're ready for whatever comes. I just want to truly, you know, for me, I, I don't care about beating people. I just want to entertain. I, wanna, uh, I want boxing to return to my home country of Germany and of Italy. I want to just bring boxing back. And I might not be the best technician. I might not be the biggest punch. I might not be the prettiest, the sexiest. I, I'm just somebody I, who loves. I, I don't know. You're I just love guy. to entertain. It's <laughs> what I love to do. That's the only thing that I really care about. When I fight, I, 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 I want to entertain. That, that, that's all I care about. So... I wish we had more time with uh, with the Hurricane Christian here. Um, Dino should be back uh, for the next podcast. Thank you, Ma, for filling in. You're welcome. Uh, Christian did, did do a lot of the, the work for us today. Um, and we will have him back soon. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you on the next podcast. And see you soon. Thank you. Thank you, guys.